three, two. No, hold on. My, I can't get this damn pop filter to stay in one spot. There we go. I think we're good. All right, three, two, one. This is the Retro Smash Gaming Podcast. Wherever you are, I know I say this every week, but really, honestly, truly, wherever you are, wherever you're listening, thank you for hanging out with us. Honestly, we really do appreciate that. At least I do. I don't know. I can't speak for Eric. I don't know if he appreciates you or not. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes he does. Okay. Well, boo on you, because I appreciate everybody all the time. That's right. That's right. And I love you so much. I am Welly Time, the gentleman sitting across from me, the man, the myth, the legend, the man who once tried to out Pizza the Hut and had to learn the hard way. He's Eric. Eric, how are we doing today? Doing all right. Seriously, though, I appreciate it, guys. I do. I'm thankful for everybody who listens. Oh, you had me going back there. You had me going like you really didn't appreciate them. Now, I, and then I look like an asshole. See, you look like the asshole always. Oh, oh, wait, I guess that would be you then. No, I would definitely look like well, the because asshole. I tell, well, I just told everybody I love them. And you're like, well, sometimes <laughs> love is a weird word. We won't get into that. Love is a weird word. Come back next week. We'll talk more about love. What are we talking about this week? Um, We are going to talk about a game about climbing a mountain. We're going to do a we're going to do a retro smash deep, deep, deep dive, 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 dive. But we're going to do a uh, what we like to refer to as a spiritually retro deep dive. Yeah, we've done one of these before. And if you haven't listened to it, it's Bloodstained Curse of the Moon. Great game. It was episode four. Yeah, that was that was way back in the day. It was the quality probably sucks and we probably sound awkward as fuck. So like this this podcast right here, like this episode right here. <laughs> Times 100. Okay, okay. I can't I can't bash you for that because you're the one that puts the quality in there and the quality is great, but I always sound awkward. The quality sounds okay, and yes, you usually sound awkward. It's, not not always. My voice is just filler. Sometimes. <laughs> my, Sometimes. My voice is just background noise half the time. So you've been speedrunning this game. Yes. I sped run sped, sped? sped what what is the past tense for that? Is it speed ran? Speed ran that game for a couple weeks. Uh, I'll get into that. I'll Is get there into... a past tense for speed? Speeded? Spe- Speeded? Why well, sped? Sped ran. But if it, you see, no, l- speed... let's past tense them both because yeah. So it's sped ran, but that sounds like a disease you would get. You know, oh, I went out with this girl and I ended up with a bad case of sped ran. <laughs> I think it sounds pretty cool. <laughs> I guess I could catch worse things though, right? Yeah. Well, you know, you're I, I, yeah, <laughs> go ahead. I was, I was, gonna... No, I was just going to say I, this is uh, obviously audio only. And I was doing facial expressions that won't show up in the podcast. Narrator. Eric looks at the imaginary camera like on the office. Don't. Oh, that's right. I can't talk about the office. You can't talk about the office because you don't watch it. That's right. I and you know what? I really did give it an honest effort. Did you? I watched how much of it did you watch? I watched the first like seven episodes. Okay, that's not enough. That was two and a half hours of my life. No, I dedicated that show. If I remember right, the first season is six episodes. You really need to get maybe halfway through the second season, maybe even into the third season before it starts getting really good. Oh, God, that's like saying, oh, just get past the burnt crust on the pie and everything else on the inside is great. Okay, is the greatness worth it on the pie? Is the juice worth the squeeze? I do that show. It's (laughs) chef's kiss. I don't know. Parks and Rec was funny in the first 10 minutes. I can't beat that. Just like you can't beat this game. You you like Parks and Rec. Ah, you again. (laughs) The same people who made Parks and Rec made The Office. Yeah. 
but just funnier. It's not. Oh, we will agree to disagree on this. I will watch Parks and Rec because I have not seen it. I've seen episodes here and there. I thought you said you watched Parks and Rec. No. Oh. I think we talked about this last time. Did we? I don't do. I don't. I have two kids under the age of three. I don't remember what I had for breakfast. You made a reference. Um, I made a Ron Swanson reference. Ron yes, Swanson. There and, it is. I, and I understood it. I think I said I didn't watch it. Oh, did you? I don't know. Did I? Did I? I, I don't. I think I did say that because I said, you. oh, it's because I said you never half ass two things. You whole ass one thing. That's what it was. That was a quote I used from Ron Swanson, which is a great quote, by the way. I could think of 10 Michael Scott jokes off the top of my head that are better than that. I'm not going to make you do that. Oh, thank God. I was <laughs> bluffing. I was about to call your bluff, but I'm like, uh, no, no, you, you called, you called me out on that. I will take the L on that one. Just like you're going to take the L on this week's game. God, I've been trying to freaking transition into that game for the past 10 minutes. And I had it about three times. It was, I had two seamless opportunities for a transition and you just crapped all over it. Uh, so if you gave the office a good listen, oh, or, Jesus Christ, no. I'm sorry. <laughs> if I gave the office a good, if I gave the office a good watch. Okay. If you gave the office a fair shot, I would watch Parks and Rec. Well, you should watch Parks and Rec anyway, because Parks and Rec's worth it. Back to your transition. Do it again. Fourth time. <laughs> well, now I got nothing. Now you just leave me hanging. I'm like, oh, hey, now that we're done talking about the office, I have a game for you this week. What the hell, man? Okay, here's our game. Go. Oh, is it this or is it that? Eric crapped on my transitional period. This or that? Way to go. Way, Way to go. go. That, that's, that's what we're doing for our fans this week. Okay, so we next, have fans. Oh, we got some. Maybe. Maybe. The name of this week's game is one of these places is terrifying and awful and terrible. And the other is Silent Hill. OK, <laughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you seven names. You have to tell me if the name that I'm giving you is either a character from one of the Silent Hill games, not necessarily playable, just a character from one of the games mm-hmm. or the name of a current United States senator. <laughs> so now you see terrible, terrible, awful. Ugh. All right. Are you ready? Nope. Good. Let's do it. All right. Number one, Ed Dombrowski. Oh, Silent Hill. Nicely done. Eddie Dombrowski, uh, the large pizza eating uh, oaf. You know, how can you be eating pizza at a time like this? There's monsters running around. Uh, you Silent Hill 2, you eventually, spoiler alert, you eventually kill him in a meat locker. We stopped doing that. Doing what? Okay, so last week, two weeks ago, you said, when we were talking about Celeste, before I bought it, before I played it, anything, you said that she made it up the mountain. So when I played it, I already knew she made it up the mountain. And now I have no fucking reason to play Silent Hill because I know you're going to kill the pizza eater. That's not the main story. I don't line. care. I don't care. That's like a side I quest. I don't care. I don't or care. Maybe you don't. Maybe you don't brutally, brutally kill him in a meat locker. Okay. Maybe you don't. Number two. Ugh, whatever. Now you're on one tonight. Maybe. This is, this is a, this is a turd. Number two, Lisa Garland. I'm going Senator. No, you're incorrect. Uh, the original Silent Hill. She's a nurse with a very dark backstory. I won't give it away because I won't spoil it. All right. Number three, Michael Bennett. I'm going to say football player. Uh, uh, probably right. 
but is that the answer you're going with? Football player. Yeah, was it, he? Didn't he play for the Seahawks? Earl he, Bennett. Earl. Was that his name? Earl. No, Earl. What? Why would? Why did you do that? Now I'm all confused. No, you know what? No, you know what? Screw you. You're wrong. No, the United <laughs> States Senator, the United States Senator, Democrat from Colorado, whatever. I thought this you. was Family Feud. I give one or not Family Feud. Hollywood Squares. I give one joke answer, and apparently not. Number four, suck it. Number four, Susan Collins, Senator. Yes, I think I've heard of her before. Yes, a Republican from Maine. A uh, shout out Maine. Uh, number five, James Sunderland. We'll go Silent Hill. Yeah, yes, correct. Silent Hill 2, he's the main protagonist. Ooh. He's the main playable character. He's the one that asked Eddie, how can you eat pizza when there's monsters running around? <laughs> you are so confident that I'm like, I suck at this game. You give me the main character's name. Oh, well, yeah. And I have just as good of odds as getting it right as I do wrong because well, I've never played the fucking game. Well, you know, it's funny. I was streaming the other night on twitch.tv slash weldy time. I was streaming and I was telling all my viewers that I would be playing this game on the podcast this week. Oh. And I said exactly what game I was playing. Did you um like already have it written out? No, I didn't oh. already have it written out. Number six. Hey, what's what's my score? I don't know. Are we not counting? I think you got. I think I've only missed two. I think you've only gotten two. Ooh. Have you gotten two? I have no idea. You got one. I got no, Susan got Collins in the first one. No, I, I think I've gotten three. You got three. Okay, you got three. God, whatever. You got, you got three. Number six, Maria Cantwell. Oh, that sounds like Silent Hill. It is a U.S. senator. Ooh. A Democrat from the state of Washington. All right. Last one. Number seven, Harry Townsend. We'll go Silent Hill. Nicely done. He pulls the win. Ooh, nice. The main protagonist. <laughs> from silent hill 4 the room the room the room which i never played actually the only one i've actually played is two so is that the super expensive one there's a super expensive one i think so there's a super expensive silent hill great podcast in here i'm gonna look it up i i mean i don't know everything else i just kind of like i said i bought the collection or i purchase legally and don't you know don't rip it or anything but yeah, the only one I ever played was two, so I don't know. But hey, you, wow, that was a turd, but you got the win. Two is pretty expensive. Oh, like the for original? PS2, yeah. I can say I downloaded it. I downloaded the collection, so I don't have the OG copy. Yeah, the cheapest one I'm seeing is $85. Wow, for the original Silent Hill 2? Mm-hmm. That's bananas. B-A-N-A-N-A-S. This shit is bananas. And then uh, Silent Hill 4 is about 50 on the Xbox. Like the original Xbox or the 360? Yep, original. Original Xbox. Oh, shit. Okay. Silent Hill 2 on the PS2. Brand new. Define brand new. Like still sealed? Yeah. Still sealed. Still sealed. Hold on. Let me let me think about it. This isn't necessarily what it's sold for, but this is what they're asking. And it's got free shipping. Oh, thank God. <laughs> I'm going to say 600 bucks. 18. 1800. Yep. Wow. Still sealed. Factory sealed copy of Silent Hill. Is there any? The question is, is there any bids on it? No, it's uh, buy it now. Oh, so I don't know how that works. You buy it now. Well, I don't. Why do people do buy it now? Why do people? Some people have an auction. eBay 101. It really depends on what you are selling. When I sold on eBay, I did 
pretty much just buy it now because most of the stuff that I sold had a set price. Okay, so like you you found you, you found, found comps. Op- yeah, you found. Yeah. Okay. But if you were selling something that didn't have a set price, it might be better to do auction. And sometimes you could get more for auctions, but they're a little riskier because you could also get less. Okay. Like I didn't know if you set that yourself or it's just set by the buy it now. Yeah, I don't know if it was sent by the system. It's like, oh, this thing has to be bought now, or this thing can be auctioned, or I don't, I don't know how selling things on eBay works. No, yeah, you you choose which format you want to sell in. Gotcha. And then you set the price. Okay, so that's us being sellouts ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny. All right, so is it time? Time for what? It's time for another retro smash. Deep, 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 deep. Dive, 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 dive spiritually retro oh that's pretty good <laughs> it's pretty wait. good it's pretty good i can't wait to hear what that sounds like okay so a game about climbing a mountain eric my friend what do you know about celeste is that the game we're covering this week oh my god i'm on one tonight <laughs> you are well honestly my mind just kind of went to uh the climb vr game oh that you're gonna say the climb by miley cyrus is that a miley cyrus song what the hell's happening to us? <laughs> Do I have a few Miley Cyrus songs? What in the my hell playlist? happened to us in the past like half hour since I came over here to cut this episode? Dude, if you do not like Party in the USA, we can't be friends. That that is true. It's a fucking banger. Also true. Just like Celeste is a banger. Uh released January twenty. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm good. I'm good at corralling. Uh, release January 25th of 2018 for Switch, Xbox, PS4, PC, etc., etc. Received multiple awards in 2018 at The Game Awards, including Best Independent Game and Games for Impact. It was also nominated Game of the Year that year. It's a game that sold more than a million copies by the end of 2019 and caters to casual and speedrunners alike. It is a platform game that is extremely difficult. Is this purely digital or are there physical copies? That is a good question. I mean, everything I've always seen is just digital. Who made it? You want to call them out? Um, I would if I wrote it down. That's <laughs> what a professional podcast would do. Right. I have two, but... I have two pages worth of notes, but I, I don't know. Wikipedia is my friend. I should just <laughs> fucking print it out. Um, so this is one game where I did speed run it for a week. My best time was any percent one hour and 54 minutes. When I was playing through it that first time, holy shit, that's really, really good. But playing it through the second time, I still think it's good. But I was surprised at how much better I had gotten at it. Right. So I think it's a game where the more you play, the better you can get at it, Mm -hmm. which is interesting. I mean, and you could say that for just about any game. Honestly, any game that doesn't have like really super huge amounts of RNG. Right. Yeah. It's almost like a game where like you play the same set path. It's almost like playing like a Mario game where you know where the platforms are. You know where the enemies are. They're not just going to randomly spawn. Right. You know, it's not going to be one of those things. So, you know where everything is and they're going to be the same place every time. And yeah, you literally you'll learn, you remember and you adapt. But yeah, it's one of those things where you play the level over and over. It's not nothing's going to change. Everything's going to be in the same spot. And yeah, you just overcome and adapt. 
and mm-hmm. that you just you literally i mean even you may be speed running without even knowing it and you just if you play it over and over again you just get faster and faster and faster and what's great about it is when you die it just brings you back so fucking quick yeah no no super long loading screens no other you know game over shenanigans and it just throws you right into it right and the checkpoints are always so close it, you go into a new room pretty much with it right is right. that how you describe it yeah i would say one or one or two rooms there's a couple longer spots where a death will really kill you nothing too terrible though right but, yeah but you go into a new room it it's pretty much a checkpoint yeah i don't know if i'd call it a room but switching screens or you know whatever it is yeah i, I would say that's that's pretty fair but Do it, you want to describe the game a little bit i yes i would love to describe the game because it is not just a game, you know, that's just about platforming and split second decisions and stuff like that. It's a game with a very incredible character arc. So the char- the main character in this game is Madeline, which is also a huge reason why I picked this game up, because uh, Madeline shares a name with my daughter, Madeline. And I thought that was really neat. Here are some things um, we know about Madeline. The publisher's eventually said madeline is canonically or by canon trans and they totally confirmed it um seems to live with depression and anxiety and i'm gonna dig a little deeper into kind of like what creates madeline's character and what creates the whole storyline which i think is a lot better than just the gameplay alone i'm gonna be stealing a lot of this i got a friend of mine Ari babble i probably mentioned her before mm-hmm she does a she's a licensed therapist out of New York. She does a playing with psychology series along with streaming on Twitch. So twitch.tv slash Babble. She does a playing with psychology series on YouTube where she does a psychological breakdown of some characters from different games. She did one for this game. So I'm going to use some of the things that she said. And again, these are all, you know, this is just a disclaimer. These are, you know, her opinions as her her thoughts and how she perceives it in the game so she says that madeline lives with depression anxiety and spends most of the game running from the alter ego battleline who is the antagonist and by antagonist battleline tries to be quote pragmatic in the game battleline is considered the super ego gone wrong you know you're not a mountain climber you know you're not meant to do this but she seems pragmatic because she says, I'm here to help, even though she's really not helping much anything. Um, you know, she tells Madeline to go be normal, you know, gives her negative thoughts and makes Madeline fall short of perfection. Where Madeline falls into the regular ego category, uh, where she reacts in real time, you know, using her heart as opposed to using brain power. Most of the game is spent with those two chasing each other up and down the mountain. And the internal struggle makes the game much more than just a run of the mill platformer. Mm -hmm. So as the game and like I said, this is absolutely no spoilers, but near the beginning of the game, she makes it up the mountain. Well, yes, you help her up the mountain like you become the character. Not a whole lot of games. Do you become so absolutely immersed in a character's backstory and thoughts and feelings like this one? I would say that's especially true with retro games because you are a little less connected to it because it doesn't look like reality. 
so it's easier to get immersed in these newer games because it just looks more real. Everything feels more real. You're actually hearing the people talk, not reading the text. Right. But in this game, you yeah, I gotta say this. That's why we're saying this is spiritually retro, because you are reading text. They're not actually talking. And it's a game that absolutely could have been made on Super Nintendo. Obviously, the graphics wouldn't be as good. I don't think there's anything that's in there that you couldn't do on the Super Nintendo. Right. Am I, I mean, right in saying that? No, you're absolutely right. I mean, like I said, there's nothing. I guess that's why we're doing this spiritually retro and we're a retro podcast. Here we are. Yay. I wrote down, I think what I, I think I encapsulated with the sentence I have written down here. It feels old school in its difficulty and its simplicity because there's no shooting. There's no weapons. Mm. There's nothing that will inherently kill you. I can't say there's no enemies, but most of the game, there's no enemies. Right. And the best thing about the game is you you will start to the left or the right of a screen. It will lay the entire screen out before you. So you see, for the most part, you can look far enough ahead to see what's going on and to see, okay, if I plan this out, I can make it like this. So it's almost as if it's saying, which is kind of like how the old Mega Man games are. If you die, that's a you problem. Yeah, absolutely. You're not getting screwed by the game. Absolutely not. I mean, those spikes were there the entire time. Yeah, the game's not cheap at all in the way you die. Every reason that you die, it's absolutely your fault. Yeah. And you can't say that for, you know, a lot of games. You could say it for some. You have dash, dump, dash. You have dash, jump, and eventually you will get double jump. Or double dash, I should say. Mm -hmm. And that's it. There's nothing really else. I mean, other than taking alternate routes, looking throughout the game, collecting strawberries for achievement, collecting all the B-sides to the levels and stuff like that. It's a straight A to Z kind of game. Mm-hmm. It really is. It's it's kind of like a I wrote down here. I have a it's a super meat boy type platformer. OK, just, I never played it. So just like in its in its speed and simplicity, it is in design because super meat boy kind of does the same thing. It'll lay out the entire level or most of the level before you. And you you know how Meat Boy works. Meat Boy's mechanics aren't going to change throughout the game. You know, it's not like, oh, now Meat Boy runs slower, this and that and the other. Same speed, same jump, same this. You just have to be able to adapt. You say Super Meat Boy doesn't evolve, and neither does Madeline. But what's interesting is the environment around you evolves. Yes, it becomes so much more difficult later in the game, and it's already not an easy game, right? But it only ramps up with some of the ways you have to jump and come back and jump again and just such precise movement. It's such a pain in the ass. It is. And I tell people, if you're going to play this game, use a brand new controller. Be- Why? Because I, I no, use I, an old one. So when you throw it, it's whatever. Oh, God, no. Because I was playing with an old school controller and there would be times where I feel like I was holding direct to the left and I would go up left right into spikes. That's funny because I was thinking while I was playing it earlier today, the majority of my deaths would have to be when I dash. I'm just not holding the joystick in the right spot. And, you know, I dash straight into spikes or something like that yes yeah and you know some of it's like dude i was pointing that way you know why didn't it register you know i could have been if i'm trying to point diagonal upright 
I could be just down a little bit where it doesn't register and it's registering more, you know, straight, if that makes sense. No. Yeah. And that's that's what that's what slowed me down a little bit. But I also have fat thumbs. So it would you play on what controller? Uh, I use like a it almost looks like an Xbox controller for the switch a little bit. But that's the one that I use for everything. I use that same controller for most of the other games that I play. See, I was using my Joy-Cons at first and put them in the little controller. I don't know the technical name for it. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Um, but dude, I was cramping up holding ZL because mm-hmm. you have to hold ZL to hold on to attach to the wall, to climb into the wall. And I was doing it so much, my hand was just fucking cramping up. Right. Then I switched to my Pro controller, and it's so much it, easier. It's it's world different. Yeah, you need a bigger controller for this game. Yeah, the Joy-Cons just aren't going to do the trick. Um, I have some lists where Celeste made for the hardest game ever lists. So fandomspot.com, hardest game ever, number nine of 30. Wow. Ranker.com, this is pretty much every game people can go in and rank themselves. Number 22. Okay. Watchmojo.com, which I always feel like is kind of a bigger one. Hardest games of this century out of 10, number six. Hmm. Do you have the rest of the list? I don't. It's a, it's a lot of Dark Souls. I know Cuphead yep. was ahead on all of these lists. Cuphead was ahead. Super Meat Boy was ahead on a couple, you know, a couple Dark Souls type games. Mm-hmm. Zelda 2 games like that. But yeah, it it is. You got Lost Levels on there? Yes, Lost Levels was, yep. was on there. Now, what at the very beginning I said is for casual and speedrunners as well, you can actually You kind of threw me off by that statement. Yes, because, because I'm thinking casual gamers well, casual may gamers, not like this. Well, they can because you can actually set it to make the game easier for you. You know, you, what can, do you mean? like you can have inf- you can set it for infinite jumps, you can have it for like anti-gravity and stuff like that. Huh. I never played around with it. Oh, when, okay. when I did the speed run, I just played it just as as the game was. Stock, if you will. This would be a fun game to speedrun. Yes, and it was a fun game to speedrun. What is the world record? Oh, I want to say like 36 minutes. No shit. It's bananas. It was received very highly. Metacritic, between the different platforms, uh, gave it between an 88 and a 94. So between three, the Xbox and the PC and PS4, gave it between 88 and 94 out of 100. Game Informer gave it 9 out of 10 stars. The soundtrack for the game. Oh, you got your eyebrows raised. Do you like that? Uh, the very last level I did. The core. The the summit. Yeah. Okay. Well, not not yeah. The the summit. The very last song before you get to the top. Like that one. I feel, and I know I had this in my top favorite music, our top favorite music podcast, but I couldn't use it because I feel like it was too new. So we're gonna talk about it right now. That was a song where, you know, you've gotten to this point and I won't spoil any of the plot because Madeline's character development is just absolutely revolutionary, Mm -hmm. especially for an indie game. The music encapsulates pretty much everything coming together for them at the exact same time. Are we talking the summit? Like when you start chapter seven. Okay, the it's kind of in two halves, almost the summit. Yeah, well, where you're trying to get up to so high and then when you start hitting the flags it yes. counts down from 20 mm-hmm. yeah so all of that pretty much runs with the same kind of background music underlying tone where it's it's a lot of you know it, it's it's very motivational it's a very motivational song in how it's written 
And it's like I say, it was one of the songs where I feel like once I heard it, I was like, okay, there's no way I'm not beating this game. You know, this is this is bound to happen. I'll have to listen to that. There's seven, eight chapters in the game. Yes. So, yeah, it, it doesn't just end when you get to the summit. There's also a lot of post game stuff. The chapter eight. Yes. Is that what is that? Is that post credit stuff or? Yeah, it's it's a lot of stuff that you should have found throughout the game mm-hmm. in order to progress. Now, okay, it's stuff so that I, I never found because I went straight A to B. So the speed run is not you don't have to beat chapter eight. You just play till the credits at the end of chapter seven. Well, there's different types of speed runs for the game. What I what I speed run, I do an any percent run, which is basically get from point A to point B as fast as you can. Mm-hmm. And that involved a lot of skipping cut scenes, skipping a lot of the extra stuff to find. Like, I think through my hour, 54 minute run, I found one strawberry and no other. I didn't really talk to Theo all that much. I didn't go looking for extra like fun things to find. I didn't go looking for all that kind of stuff. I went from point A to point B. Now, there's runs where you can collect all the strawberries. You can do a 100% run. You can do any like there's a whole bunch of different types of runs on speedrun.com. But what I was doing was the any percent. So any percent. But where does the game technically end at the end of chapter seven? Yeah. So once you reach the top is where the any percent ends. Okay. Now, if you want to do 100%, then throughout the game, you'll have to find the crystal hearts in order to... I saw one of those in the resort, and I was wondering what it was and how I got there. You have to... I think you have to collect four of them in order to complete the core, or at least start doing the core. Okay, that makes sense, because I couldn't get... I couldn't even start the core, because there was a big door or whatever with the yeah. four empty heart yep okay that makes sense so yep the four crystal hearts and i was gonna ask you how you got through there no i i don't know because like, i was scared i didn't beat the game then I'm like shit there's this other chapter but nope it was it was point a to point b that's that's pretty much how it went but yeah do you have any kind of final words for it or anything along the lines let's talk about the boss battles quote unquote okay Without spoiling anything, they're not necessarily fights at all. There's the one where you have to hit the thing. Okay. Yeah. You, but a lot of it's being chased, which is a great idea for something like this because the platforming's hard. You have to have precise movement at a lot of the times. So being chased, it's so anxiety filling. Right. It's, it's almost like, you know, God, this game's hard enough. Now I'm being chased while I'm doing it. Right. And that's kind of what, you know, they're going along. But that's what, you know, that's what having battle line there, you know, it only it progresses the story, but it also gives you a sense of urgency at times. Mm -hmm. And you end up fighting her later. But that's part of the that's part of Madeline's internal struggle. Right. Battle being the depression, the anxiety. Yes. That in a um, oh, what do you call it? Like a physical form. You know, she comes out and yeah, like the like the, the alter ego. Pretty yeah. much. Or I have the, the super ego here. My final verdict for this game is, you know, it wasn't just the gameplay alone that made it great. You'll care more about Madeline's struggle and that alone will push you to the end. I was watching a like a sequelitis with Ego Raptor and Ego Raptor was talking about Mega Man X. And how in a Mega Man X game, the more 
you know, items in the game you collect, the more you kind of become one with the character. Like there's not a whole lot of disconnect there. This is one of those games where I feel like you're really extremely connected to Madeline. And you really want to push Madeline to to do well. You want to win. You want to reach the summit for her. And it feels like everything else in the world is bringing her down. Mm -hmm. And just for that alone, I mean, just having that kind of a storyline in an indie game, you know, not just the gameplay and its simplicity, but having that kind of a complex storyline and that that complex character arc. I gave that a a W. Wow. Yeah, I didn't give it a, a W plus, but I gave it a W. You really enjoyed this game. I really, I really enjoyed this game. Where I'm uh, just pulling out of your ass. Where would this fall in Weldy's top thirteen games? Top thirteen. Yep, thirteen exactly. Like favorite games or greatest games I've ever played. Let's go favorite. Let's go favorite. Which I think there's a fine line between. Well, no, I guess not necessarily. My, I mean, my problem is my my problem. That I didn't have an, like a W plus was the fact that like going and collecting everything was going to be just a monumental pain in the ass, which but that's not to blame the game. That's on me. You know, I can't fault the game for having so much extra stuff that they can go around and be collected. That's on me for being lazy and not wanting to go collect it. Are you you're not like a 100 percent type guy, though? No, Are and I've, I've never I've never been like I don't have time for that shit. Yeah. You want to get the game done. It's yeah. Like speed runs. I mean, ex- except for S- Spyro 2, that is one game that I love to 100%. Really? Yes. That's, the, that's like the only game I love to 100%. But everything else, I'm like, let's let's just play it. And it wasn't like, oh, let's play it to get it over with. You know, I legit want to play the game and I legit want to beat the game. Mm-hmm. This is a game that allows you to do that. But if you're going to speed run it, you have to at least play it one time through and read the plot. Absolutely. It's it is a good story. Yes, it absolutely is. This uh second time through. I cannot tell you the last time that I played a game then immediately after I beat it started it back up again. I'm not sure if I've ever done that. Oh, you oh, you restarted it. Well, I'm playing on the same file. Yeah, but you know, still. But yeah, I I went back to chapter 1, started playing through it again. Really? Yeah, well, I I really enjoyed this game. I do. It's tough. It's not cheap. Like we said, it you can improve on it. So I'm like, I'm not a speedrunner, but let's see if I could get this game done quickly. Right. It feels good. I mm. think that that's a great way to end it is when you are successful in the maneuvers you're trying to do, because some of them are very difficult. It so, is extremely satisfying, but it is short lived because you're right on to the next thing. Right, the game has yeah. no chill. Mm-hmm. it's just one after the other after the other it's, but it's satisfying it is and i think that's yeah so is this on your top thir- would you put this on your top 13 um like just thinking outside the box here i mean i got zombies i got super mario world zombies you're wearing a zombie shirt pokemon yes thank you shout out to my aunt for giving me my zombie shirt for my birthday pokemon red new vegas i was gonna say fallout gears on there i don't know i i don't know it's not Games that I've like played to death. When I'm sitting in my basement, I'm like, I'm bored. I want to play a game. You what know? You say, did you say Mega Man? Do you have a Mega Man in there? Yeah, it's like when I'm and talking you said about Twisted Metal. When I'm thinking about my comfort games, yeah, I mean Twisted Metal Two pops up, but that one's kind of weird anymore no because I had to kind of play it on a different TV. I would say it maybe breaks the top twenty. It doesn't break the top thirteen. So we're talking fifteen to twenty range. Yeah, it'll it'll be fifteen to twenty. That's range. good though. But yeah, I mean, it's 
I don't do the replay. It's not replayable because I want to go collect everything. I replay. I replay because I want to go faster. Did you say faster. Super Metroid? And you have faster. that on? Oh, I would have Super Metroid on there. Top five. Yeah. Well, I'm, well, I mean, I okay. I don't. I right, do it. I don't pump over hundred hours into Super Metroid. Super Metroid one. Or are we counting down? Oh, I'm I'm doing any particular. Oh any no, particular. no, no! I want specific. Oh my god! Really? Let's do it. Um, uh, just so one forewarning, I'm not doing it for you though. <laughs> Dick. One would be Zombies Ate My Neighbors. I think that's the given. Two would be probably Super Metroid. Three would be Super Mario World. Four would be Twisted Metal Two. And five be probably New Vegas. Do your top three Super Nintendo games. Yes. Keeping it real. Absolutely keeping it real. So it's safe to say that's probably your favorite console. Yeah, absolutely. So so you said zombies and I love that game. I played it as a kid. But the fact that you love it so much and you are so much better at it than I am makes me love it less. (laughs) I don't know if I said that in our zombies episode. No, your your jealousy makes you love the game less. Forget I said anything. No, we're not. Oh, I'm no, I'm not forgetting that. <laughs> uh, it's, um, it's also because I've played the game so much. Sure. You know, it's like Twisted Metal 2. I'm good at it because I played it so much. Super Metroid, you know, uh, I don't you don't beat the game in an hour if you don't love it that much. Yeah. And then Super Mario World, which, by the way, I got my best Super Mario World time down to 12 minutes and 53 seconds from it wasn't too much higher it was just a few seconds higher than that wasn't it it was but i was not starting the timer in the correct spot i was starting it right when i started yoshi's island one so yeah so i had to add about 25 to 30 seconds to it and i stopped But then you got it down yeah but yeah like i said not a whole lot of i mean i i replayed it a few times i replayed celeste a few times just to try to get my time down and i played on speed running it over the summer did you get it down pretty quickly? Um, like, what what was your time before the hour fifty four? First time I played it, I beat the game four and a half hours, and then I went from four and a half hours to two hours and fifty something minutes, and then it was like two hours and thirteen minutes, and then actually my best time was my fourth time beating the game, which was an hour and fifty. Uh, four minutes. It's impressive. Yeah, thank you. It's not thirty six minutes. It's not thirty six. It's not thirty six minutes. Thanks, man. No, it's not thirty six minutes. If you have not played it, definitely give it a try. Especially if you like more difficult games and yeah. you don't mind being frustrated. Yes, and if you, if you like, you know, a huge character arc, this is a game for you as well. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, don't forget to. Join me, your boy, twitch.tv slash time Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday. We're having a speed run summer. Any particular games? Uh, a mean, lot, lot of Celeste, a lot of Super Mario World. Super Metroid. Super Metroid. Um, Limbo. What's that? That game is creepy. We can get into that uh, sometime later if you would like, but that game is super creepy. I also want to try to start speedrunning a couple other games and it's not going to be speedrunning to the point where i'm going to be top five in the world but right you know it's like oh hey i can beat this in under an hour i can beat this in under 30 minutes you know something along those lines and it's just something i enjoy doing and we're going to try to do it all summer what about you what are you doing this summer when are you going to start streaming working on my bod (laughs) 
<laughs> uh, when am I going to start streaming? Uh, I don't know. Hit us, up on our, hit us up on our Discord and bully Eric into starting to stream. <laughs> but please, yes. please don't do that. No, please do that. Please do that. And that's all the time we got for this week. So thank you guys for hanging out with us and we will see you in two weeks. Bye.